Not much. Nice. Just having a big panic today. Big panic? T- today, is a, today is a busy one. Uh, understandable. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10 of the Next Level Podcast. To celebrate, we have... Big, big Cameron back again. Third episode. Third episode. At this point, I'm a, at this point, I'm basically a host. This point, you're basically a co-host, yeah. All right, so today, we're going to give our thoughts on all of the Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah, Phil, that's what we're doing. This is this is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you and I, uh, both pretty good Star Wars fans, uh, we know a bit about it. Yeah, it's it's probably one of the, if not the longest series I've had like a love for. Yeah, it, it's the longest for me. All right, so uh, I guess we're gonna go chronological order, like when it comes to uh... yeah. So starting with Phantom Menace, I'm assuming. Yeah. So you'll go first. I'll go second, and then yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. So, All right, so Phantom Menace. Everyone trashes on this movie, and I don't understand it. It's, in my opinion, one of the better Star Wars movies. Like, yeah. it's, it's so good. Every, every scene, except for like the really awkward young Anakin and young Padme scenes, those ones you can, you can discard. I don't really care for that. But every other scene with Qui-Gon and young Obi... And then just the battle with Darth Maul at the end. Like, that entire movie is everything I love. Yeah, exactly. And then even with Jar Jar, Jar Jar isn't even that bad. Y'all just, y'all just bitch made. <laughs> so is that, is that all? That's pretty much all I have to say. It's a good movie, and people trash on it way too fucking often. Yeah. So, yeah, episode one is in my opinion, actually not the worst of the prequels. It's around the middle for me. Um, yeah, it's probably one of the best movies of the series, in my opinion. Like, you take the pod race scene, in my opinion, is a little too long, but it was yeah. still entertaining. And it was it was really cool. Sorry, sorry to cut you off again, my bad. But no, they, a lot of the characters that you see in the stands during the... Uh, pod racing scene appear in the clone wars which is kind of cool like that i forget her name but she's that bounty hunter chick with the white hair i don't remember her name or a sing that one or a sing she appears uh and if you watch the scene she appears in one of the stands yeah i saw that and uh yeah you know jar jar doesn't annoy me as much as a lot of people do yeah no here, just give me a point. I hear someone else talking. All right. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm back. <laughs> forgot, I have family around the house, and I forgot to put... I usually have this little, like, sticker or, like, little thing I put on my door saying, don't come in, I'm recording. Uh, <laughs> forgot to put it on today. Oh, I need to do that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no. And then another thing with The Phantom Menace that I think a lot of people trash on only because a few people hated it was Jar Jar. Yeah. He was, he was like, I genuinely kind of enjoy listening to Jar Jar. Maybe that's just because I'm fucking weird, but 
He's like, he's not that annoying. He was meant, he's he, like, you gotta remember, he's not a fucking human. He's an alien. Of course, he's gonna act different. Yeah, and even then, who cares? Do you have other. You look at Georgia in retrospect, it's not any worse than a seven foot, seven foot tall hairy beast that does nothing but growl all day. Yeah, like, I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't even really. This is gonna piss off a lot of Star Wars fans. I don't really like Chewbacca. <laughs> But we'll, yeah, we'll get to that when it comes up. We'll get, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, and the Darth Maul fight at the end. Uh, I mean, what's there not to like? Exactly. Did here's a fun fact. That I'm pretty sure I've told you before. I think it was during our because we did this. We did this exact idea for a school podcast because we yeah. make a podcast for English. And we did this exact idea, so we decided to bring it back. Did you know that during the scene where Obi Wan? Uh, or Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, and Ray Parker were fighting. They had to slow down the recording because they were going that fast. <laughs> like they I, were, they were fighting like incredibly fast. They had to slow down the the recording. You gotta think for a slowed down recording, it still looked very fast. Yeah, like they were going. That that just blows my mind though. They had to slow it down. Even then, the visuals in the background as well were pretty cool. Yeah. They definitely even, aged well. Yeah, and here's something that was a bit lacking in the rest of the prequels. There was good character chemistry. Yeah, like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Yeah, and uh, Anakin and his mother. Yeah. Anakin and Padme. Yeah, like they, they weren't that bad. I think people just wanted to trash on it because it was, there was no practical effects. It's all CGI. Honestly, the practical effects in episode 4, 5, and 6 didn't look that good, and I'm kind of glad they got rid of them. Yeah, exactly. All right, so is that it for Phantom Menace, I guess? Yeah, now we move on to the weakest of the prequels. Yeah. Attack, Attack of, of the, the clones. clones. I have nothing good to say about this movie. Oh, me neither. Okay, well, I've, I, there's a few good points. Showing Kamino and the start of the clones, that was really cool. Yeah, the sheer uh, The sheer amount of CGI clones... They were able to put into that one scene during the Battle of uh, Geonosis. Geonosis, thank you, was fucking nuts. There was a lot of people. It was all CGI. Is the funny part? Damn. And then the the battle, seeing all the Jedi together in the in the Coliseum, that was fucking awesome. The battle against Dooku, like that was amazing. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are good part, parts about that movie, but they, they get shadowed over by the really fucking awful parts of that movie. Oh, oh. My, oh my god, that movie. Like, to start off, Anakin is... This isn't... Everyone shit on Hayden Christensen for this, and I feel bad about it, because he is a good actor. He's a really good actor. However, he got played by a character that was written like complete dog shit. Yeah, 100%. Like, it was all of George Lucas's writing. Still better than Disney. However, Anakin was horrible in that movie. He was an annoying little teen. Yeah, exactly. And let's talk, like, the romance of Anakin and Padme taking up so much screen time. And it was written by someone who clearly has never been on a date before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who... Who would have thought, if anyone's struggling to get a girlfriend, all you got to do is complain about how much you don't like sand. And then you also have to kill a group of people. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Just like I would not marry someone, let alone date someone, if I found out they slaughtered over like fifteen fucking people because like sure they killed his mother. It made sense to be angry. But then she was like, oh, damn, you slaughtered everyone? Kind of hot. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Then again, that's what women are nowadays, though. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Just a tad. Yeah. But, yeah, I rewatched the movie, and her response is very terrible. Oh, to be angry is to be human. Yeah, no. but you, sl- you, you, you fucking put them down like animals. What do you mean? Like, the response to that isn't to be angry, it's to be human. The response to that is, holy fucking shit, I'm dating a goddamn psychopath. R2, set the course for course, so I need to have this man arrested and jailed for life. Yeah, R2, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, remember what Obi-Wan said in A New Hope, who's the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And then, Another part part I got to bring up, uh, the fucking, just the story itself didn't really make a lot of sense. No, it really didn't. Like, I get it. Dooku wanted to have, an, have another apprentice, but he, they're constantly breaking the rule of two, and it really upsets me. Yeah, they always try to break the rule of two. Like, I get that's the whole point of the Sith, is to overtake each other, but, like, they find, usually, like, with Darth, uh... With Darth Tyrannus, not Tyrannus, that's who I'm trying to talk about. With Palpatine, Sidious, that was his name. But Darth Sidious and Darth Plagueis, before he even got an apprentice, he killed Plagueis. Yeah. He killed his master so the rule of two could stay in place. And then Darth Maul was just a Sith assassin. He wasn't an apprentice. Everyone seems to think Maul was his apprentice. No, he was a Sith assassin sent to (laughs) kill Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's why Maul always says that he's cast aside and shit. Yeah, because he was he was just an assassin. He wasn't meant to be an apprentice. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Here, here was another problem. You you were talking about the Jedi and the Coliseum. Yeah, that scene almost makes up for the entire movie. But you got to think story wise, this makes no sense because. Windu sends 212 Jedi to save Obi-Wan. Remember, not Anakin and Padme, as he'd assume that they'd still be on Tatooine. So, you get... How many Jedi survived that battle? About 30. So you have 182 Jedi killed just to save one. Well, to be fair, he was also a Jedi Master. But even then, I I don't even think they'd send that many to save Yoda. Who's the Grand Master of the Order? Nah. It's, it's, yeah, it is a little ridiculous. I could understand. No, I can't really. It doesn't make any sense. You got a point there. It doesn't, I'm trying to like mentally defend it. There's no way to defend that. Yeah, it's because stupid. Because you got to think the Jedi Council are stupid. An entire planet under siege, they send two Jedi uh, to capture the leader of the droid army that could bring an end to the war. One Jedi uh, to arrest the Dark Lord of the Sith. Four Jedi to save the life of a single captured Jedi. 212. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Well, to, <laughs> to be fair, the one was sending them at... This, this is in episode three, which we'll bring up just after this point. 
with that whole point with only sending four, they didn't have that many Jedi Masters around because they were all stretched thin. Yeah, so, true. They were all across the galaxy. And they, true. then they got executed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is there to say about Attack of the Clones? Yeah. It, it was pretty cool seeing Django. That was, that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, but he got killed like a pussy. Well, no, I thought he got killed pretty well. He he didn't just get like stabbed or thrown off a cliff. He got his hand and head cut off in front of his child. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that scene was one of the best, only because how mercilessly like uh, Windu cut his fucking head off. Yeah, like the Coliseum scene almost makes up for the entire movie, but all the rest of the movie is just boring for me. So yeah, I try in my, my best opinion, to skip it. Yeah, when I'm doing like a Star Wars marathon, I just skip it because it's so boring. In my opinion, it's the worst out of the entire series, even the sequels, in my opinion. Yeah. Wait, before we continue, are we also doing the Clone Wars in this? Uh, let's like just the, do the let's just, just do the movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, there there was the Clone Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about that, then we could. Yeah, it's it's not very good. It's it's before episode three, so it'd be the next movie we talk about. Yeah, just, it'd be the next movie to talk about. Yeah, it's just like a quick, fucking minute long thing. It's a, it was a decent introduction to the Clone Wars. The characters were kind of cool. Ahsoka was annoying. Uh, I don't understand why they had to bring uh, the huts the huts into it. Didn't make any sense, but you know it was cool. It set up one of my favorite series of all time. It's pretty much all I have to say about it. It was cool. Yeah, I th- I thought it was an all right movie, but you know, not really that memorable. The only thing memorable about it is just Anakin meeting Ahsoka, in my opinion. Yeah, and even then, Ahsoka like in that movie was an annoying little shit. <laughs> yeah, she was she was not a cool character, but at least she was built up in the series. Yeah. All right. So then next would be Episode Three. We both adore this movie it is probably the best star wars movie and at least in my opinion oh it's the best in mine too you'll see in my uh, star wars ranking video which i'll do on youtube soon it is there like i there's a lot of people say that like anakin's turn to the dark side super quick but if you look at the movie it's like hundreds of things piling on top of each other all at one time he yeah he, he gets denied jedi master he has distrust in the council. Palpatine is constantly fucking with his head. He thinks his wife is gonna die. The Clone Wars is coming to is like starting to get really, really intense. Like it's almost the end of the war. And it, and then he he gives him the uh, the ability to you know save his wife who's gonna die. The council just basically said, yeah, no. We're yeah, not, exactly. We're not, we don't really have much help for you. <laughs> and then it led to him because and then this line is always is always made me kind of think about even before because i saw it on star wars theory very good youtuber he explained yeah. it but i always kind of saw it palpatine right before anakin killed dooku said um he's too dangerous to be left alive and then mace windu said that about palpatine there's no difference between the jedi and the sith at that point yeah, exactly, because Windu yeah. would pretty much be betraying the Jedi Code. Yeah, and then An- Anakin also saw that, like, 
they're, if they're the same, if they're both offering the same thing, except one's offering to save my wife, should probably go for that one. Yeah, exactly. And then that battle between Obi Wan and and Anakin. Oh, yeah, oh. it's just godly. They're the choreography of that fight, the raw emotion of that fight was fucking phenomenal. Even the emotion afterward, Anakin being super pissed and in pain, and Obi Wan just absolutely in tears, devastated. Yeah, it was it was such a good scene. Yeah, like what's there not to love? It has the most lightsaber duels of any Star Wars movie. Um, a lot of shit happens, but at least the pace the pacing is still all right. Like it slows down at times, which is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it shows Palpatine being an evil genius. Yeah, he masterminded everything and made an empire. Like, people don't give him enough credit. Nah, he's good at manipulation. And, then, and uh, say say what you will about Anakin's motives to turn to the dark side. I just think... And you said that Hayden Christensen's a good actor. Yeah, when he's not, when he's not a victim of the script... And it's him in the dark side. I think he shines in this movie. Yeah, and everyone seems to think he's still a whiny child. He's not a whiny child. He's a man who literally can't do anything. Anything he tries to do, like save his wife, get on the council so he can save his wife. Everything is getting denied, so he has no other options left. Of course you're going to be pissed off. You feel useless. You feel like you can't protect the one person you're sworn to protect. And even then, like for years and years, Palpatine hasn't just been a friend of Anakin's. He's like been a, a father. father. Yeah, he's a father figure. So the trust there influences Anakin's decision more. And then it, it does. It also helps with the fact that Palpatine knew about um, Padme and him. Anakin felt trusted enough to tell him. Yeah, exactly. He didn't even tell Obi Wan, like his supposed best friend. You don't tell Obi Wan, but you tell but you tell the Chancellor. That shows the trust there. Yeah, like it's it's an incredible movie. I I give I don't like giving George Lucas like props because he's as much as I want to say he's not a good director, he is. But he's also really bad at writing scripts. Good director, terrible script writer. Yeah, <laughs> and he, we. We didn't even talk about the best part, which is Order 66. Oh, my God. That scene hurts to watch. Seeing some of my favorite Jedi, like Aayla Secura and Plo Koon, Ki-Adi Mundi being gunned down mercilessly by these troopers they trusted with their lives hurts. And the fact that there was no mercy. You're a Jedi. You're dead, even if you're a child. Yeah. And then that scene where Anakin rushes the temple. Oh, yeah, that was visually awesome, seeing all those clones behind him as well. Yeah, like, it, was, it was so good. And in, this has nothing to do with the movies, but I have to bring it up because it's related to it. Uh, in Star Wars Battlefront 2, like the original original, yeah. there's, if you play through the story, there's, you hear different logs of the 501st, and there's scenes uh, during the mission Nightfall, which is where you charge the temple as a 501st Legion soldier, which are those guys that were behind Anakin, for those who mm. don't know. He actually, they even, and it's, they tactically, they made it uncannon, which hurts a lot because it, it should have. He said that it basically without paraphrasing or without like saying it exactly, he said that like, we didn't know why we were doing it, but we just knew we had to. Yeah. 
So it, it added like a level to the clones. The clone, like that whole story of episode three is like the start of the Empire, the fall of the Republic, the fall of the Jedi, and the start of a new hope. Yeah, and even then, like at the end where uh, Anakin chokes Padme, everyone's like, whoa, isn't he trying to save Padme? He's seduced by the dark side there. Yeah, it, it makes you do irrational things. Yeah, exactly. Like so, it's it's the dark the dark side corrupts. That's his whole that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. The dark side could turn the brightest of souls into the worst of darkness. Yeah, like it's it's everyone seems to think, oh, it's just a power and depends how you use it. No, it corrupts the, the person's mind. Yeah, pretty much. The pad and the scene transitions of Padme's death and Vader's birth, well done. Yeah, like there's there's a thing if you listen loud enough, um, Anakin's heart. As soon as Padme's heart stops, Anakin starts beating, or Darth Vader's starts beating. Yeah, and I think I've seen this video where it's like as soon, like right before the uh, helmet goes on Anakin's head, he whispers, "Padme, help me." I I can't confirm that, but I'm I I wouldn't doubt if it's there. I I saw I saw it somewhere, and I think because. I think they zoomed in and it read Anakin's lips, whispering, Padme, help me. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I, 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 I can't say it for certain, but I, I, would, I could see George Lucas putting that in. Yeah. But episode three, best movie in my opinion. Yeah, it's amazingly well done. So moving on, we're at Rogue One. I am in the norm, or I'm like outside of the norm here. I don't like this movie. <laughs> oh, me neither. I it, its pacing is way too sporadic. I none of the characters I really liked except for K two S O. Oh and yeah, he, and even then I didn't really like K two S O. He was just funny. K two S O just made the movie watchable with its with uh, his comedy. Yeah, like the congratulations, you're being rescued. Please do not try to resist. Yeah, yeah please, please do not try to resist. You're being rescued. Or um, she gets a gun, but not me. Yeah, like his, he was, he's, he's one of the, be- he is the best part of that movie. Or the end with uh, seeing the Death Star hitting uh, the, the planet that I can't remember the name of. Scarif? Scarif, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, seeing Scarif get exploded was fucking awesome. That, and that, the scene with Darth Vader. That, okay, that scene almost makes up for the entire movie. That scene, genuinely, because I, I want to see, I've seen every single Star Wars movie in theaters. Every, well, not every single one. Every, every one of the new movies I've seen in theaters. Yeah, same here. And that scene genuinely made the entire, like, theater gasp, like, all at once. It everyone was, everyone in the theater, like, was applauding the whole thing. And I even heard, holy shit. Yeah, just this, just seeing like the the genuine fear on the rebels. That it was it was so well done. I love that movie. Like, well, I love that scene, not the movie. I love that scene. Yeah, like, yeah, like that scene could not have been done any better. Like, yeah, the issue, the main issue ever the. Like, 
Yeah, I can only remember like two of the names. I remember Jin Erso and Cassian Andor. I don't remember the two others. There's I'm sorry, the three others. I only remember. Yeah, and I remember, I only remember Jin because she's the main fucking character. Yeah, and because people kept yelling Jin the whole movie. Yeah. And then, like, the whole guy who thought he was a Jedi, but he really wasn't a Jedi, but he thought he was, that was just dumb. Yeah, I didn't get it. And the whole, I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me, is laughable. Yeah, I think that was the whole point, was he was supposed to be a laughable character, but I just found it annoying. Yeah, exactly. And then, also, Saw Gerrera, he fucking annoyed me. Saw Gerrera was good in the Clone Wars, but... Yeah, he was awesome in the Clone Wars. He was awesome in um, Star Wars Fallen Order. He's also in that game. He's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, I remember he was in Fallen Order. When you go to when you go to Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was no. cool then. But they ruined him in that movie. He's just a breathing tube wearing old man. Yeah, the the only cool thing he had was the lies deception. Yeah, and the fact that he sacrificed himself, but come on, he was gonna die anyway. Yeah, it was it was it was just an anticlimax. It's not a good movie. They could have done so much more with it. Yeah. It's it's easily forgettable. Speaking of easily forgettable movies, solo. This is where you and I have butted heads so much because I do actually enjoy solo. <laughs> All right, like, well say your piece first. I liked Solo because it was it's like a space western. It's like a it's like I'm watching Clint Eastwood if it was in a space movie. Like it's it's really cool. It's cool to see Han Solo and his origins. I wouldn't say that's what I would choose for his origins. Like I wouldn't think oh that's what Han went through, but it's it's cool to see especially that scene with Beckett where he shoots Beckett like a fight. it was literally that whole scene was straight out of a Clint Eastwood movie. I felt like I was watching a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, true. And, like, the pacing was all right. Seeing young, their, like, how, why Lando hated, in quotations, Han, why they, why they had their disagreements. Seeing how Chewie and Han met. Seeing how Han got the Millennium Falcon. That was awesome. I don't know. I thought the movie was cool. I, they could have done a lot more with it. I don't know why they stuck them all in there. It made, it made no sense to put them all there. But... Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, with me, uh, yeah, I, I think this movie's all right, especially after hearing your points. But even then, like, here's one thing that annoyed me of it. That droid that Lando had, L3, uh, I think yeah, her name L- was. Yeah, L3. The, I didn't like her either. She seemed kind of useless. She seemed kind of like political. Droid rights. Yeah, no, it was they freedom. Didn't, they didn't need to stick that in there. I get it because droids are like genuinely used as just trash bait in that movie in those movies. Yeah, but I, I you don't need to stick the political in there. People are gonna take it wrong. But yeah, like I liked uh, Woody Harrelson as Beckett. Woody Harrelson's yeah, an amazing actor. I love I love Woody Harrelson. He's always going to be one of my favorite actors. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I thought Hans, I thought the actor who played Han did all right. He also looked like like a young Harrison Ford. Yeah, he did. Um, Kira, I think her name was not really yeah. that good of no, a character. She nah. she was annoying. I didn't like her. 
Yeah, I, I think she was the chick who played one of the people in Game of Thrones, which you know I never really gave a chance. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones. Ever since season eight, I've just kind of never wanted to touch it. Yeah, like everyone seems to like it, and I've seen like a few like bits and pieces of episodes with my dad. I never really got into it. Thought it was overrated, just like The Office. But okay, that's off topic. Yeah, no, that's yeah. That's, that's for another podcast. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, Solo's all right. I think it's a, I think it's better than Rogue One, but pretty much anything could be better than Rogue One, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, I think I'd, I'd rather watch Attack of the Clones. Uh, yeah, I'd rather watch Attack of the Clones, Rogue One, or at even least, Solo. At, at least, at least, Attack of the Clones has lightsabers. True that. Yeah, there was no lightsabers in the movie. Like you had uh, Dryden Voss, which I think was a pretty forgettable villain anyway. Yeah, the, the yeah well, those laser things, whatever the those were. the the special vibro swords or whatever they're called, those were kind of cool. In my at least to me, I thought they were they were unique. Yeah, true that. So yeah, that's it for solo. Now we move on to the OT, A New Hope. I I'm gonna also anger like every Star Wars fan. I'm not a big fan of the original trilogy. It's good. I understand why people love it for the nostalgia and everything. But rewatching them is probably some of the most painful experiences I can go through. Yeah, everyone's all hyping up A New Hope. I get it. It created this series and it was the first ever movie and everyone likes the original. But for me, rewatching it, especially this past May the 4th when I did the whole marathon. I did too. It was, it was, it was not that good. <laughs> nah, it wasn't really that good, like. Like I like the, what they set up for it was amazing. The whole thing between Darth Vader and Obi Wan, that iconic trash compactor scene, Han, Chewie, and Luke all meeting up for the first time. Mark Hamill's debut as one of the best actors ever. But yeah, exactly. Honestly, if you'd ask me, hey, what happened in A New Hope? I couldn't answer you besides the Death Star scene. Yeah, I was gonna say, really, just. I a, can, farm bar, a farm boy became a pilot, blew up the Death Star in a span of like two days. That's it. Yeah, I, I saw I, I remember the guy getting his hand cut off in the bar by Obi-Wan. I remember I, him I remember, training. I remember an old man getting sliced in the head by a Darth Vader. Yeah, like there's very little I remember. And plus, they hadn't refined how to make the lightsabers work. So when they were hitting their lightsabers, they couldn't actually touch so it just it, the the fight looked awkward. The fight looked like two old men just whacking sticks around. Like yeah, like and everyone's like, oh, it's it's the emotion behind it, and I get that. I agree. It's a really emotional fight. Yeah, but none of none of none of the dialogue reflects that. No, it's literally just I'm gonna kill you. No, you. yeah, it's <laughs> it's with with the context, emotional shit. But watching that in theaters. It, like even my grandfather, he's been alive since the movies came out pretty much. Like he's seen them all. Even he said the movie was laughable and he almost didn't go to see Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really not much really happened. Like it's probably one of the least uh, consequential movies aside from the Death Star scene and yeah. Obi-Wan dying. But other than that, no, not really anything. Yeah, and then like even then they just, his name was Ben, and then they're like, no, but his name was Obi Wan. <laughs> it's like, like, where did you get the name Ben from? Yeah, like I don't think they ever explained where he got Ben from. I mean, 
Uh, in the Clone Wars arc with uh, when Obi-Wan was disguised as Rocco Hardeen, his code name to uh, Mace Windu and Yoda was Ben. Huh. But, you know, that still doesn't explain where he got Ben from. Yeah, it was just a name he made up. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions that they don't actually ever answer. Yeah, exactly. They, they only answer the big question of, who is Luke? What's his past? What's where's his where's his dad and mother? Why is he able to use the Force? Like it, it explains all of that, but there's so many plot holes they just leave open. Yeah. So yeah, A New Hope easily the worst of the OT. Yeah, but definitely and, one of the best in the franchise, though. Oh, like I as much as I'm trashing on and say it's a painful experience to watch, I'm not going to get rid of the. I'm not going to throw away the fact that it created my favorite series. I have nothing but respect for this movie, but at least unlike all of these brainwashed brainlets that seem to think the OT is the best, I can accept it's not that good. Yeah, and for 1977, it would look phenomenal. Then again, we yeah. weren't alive in 1977, so we wouldn't know, but just, yeah, like, to, uh, just to think that is pretty damn cool. Yeah, like he, he did a lot for what he had at the time. All right, so moving on, uh, definitely in my top three is Empire Strikes Back. I like Empire. I really do. But there's, I, once again, there's a lot of things that I don't really like about the movie. L- like, the Hoth fight was amazing. That whole fight with the, with the, with the plane, with the ships. I don't know I said planes. With, <laughs> the, uh, with like the space fighters. Like all that, that was cool. That was really cool. Seeing Ben reappear was awesome. Yoda, you get to meet Grandmaster Yoda when he's like a fucking giggly old man. He's a freaking Muppet. Yeah, he's a, he's a Muppet and he's amazing. Like, that movie is good. I see why people say it's the best. I think the only thing I don't like is just the characters, once again. Like, I don't really like any of the characters. I'm going to piss off a lot of people here, but I didn't really like Lando in this movie. Oh, I didn't either. I thought Lando was just kind of like a throwaway villain. I think Lando was just a dick. Yeah, which I guess it was kind of his character, which makes sense why he would be a dick, but it doesn't excuse why I don't like his character. Yeah, because it's like, why would you betray your best friend? What was, what were they going to offer? They're offering pain and suffering to your people. Yeah, like, you really think the Empire is going to stop? Like, hell no. Like, they, they, they slaughter entire people. Yeah, exactly. Now, the... Even then, I kind of didn't really like the build-up to the romance of Leia and Han. Yeah, it just seemed unnatural. Like, Han's an asshole, and I guess Leia grew to love it. Yeah, and like, it's just weird. It is weird. And we got the infamous brother-sister kiss scene. Yeah, which, thank God, in if you watch it on Disney+, Plus, they removed the scene. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> Did they actually? Yeah, if you go on if you go on Disney Plus, it's they removed the scene. <laughs> instead, he instead he I think she hugs him. Oh wow! I I mean it's better than incest. So I mean I guess that is true. We got to avoid controversy. We're in 2021. Yeah, I'll I'd rather take the hug than an incest kiss. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's 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 a good movie. I. I would like to say I'd love to sing prayers about it, but the next movie coming up, Return of the Jedi, that's the movie I'll sing the prayers for. It's my favorite Star Wars movie besides Episode 3. Yeah, I get why a lot of people like Empire Strikes Back, 
because you got the infamous plot twist of Vader being like, "I am your father." Yeah, uh, like it's, it was it was a classic. It actually caused a lot of controversy because people are like, "It's Luke, I am your father." No, it's no, I am your father. It's no, I am your father. Yeah, he doesn't say Luke, but I even then I even I remember him saying, "No, Luke, I am your father." Yeah, I think I think he said Luke pretty quietly. I think it was like, "No, Luke, I am your father." Yeah, I don't know why, but I I I can very clearly remember hearing, "No, Luke, I am your father." Yeah, actually, but I can't after, remember after, that too. After after rewatching it, no, he just says, "No, I am your father." Yeah, I think once or twice I did hear, "No, Luke," but no, I knew it was, "No, I am your father," not Luke, I am your father. Yeah, no, it's always I've always remembered it as a mix of of both. Yeah. But to be fair, my, my grandfather also has the, the, the cinematic cut, so maybe they put it in. I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, special edition. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Empire Strikes Back, good movie. Yeah. And we move on to Return of the Jedi. This movie slaps. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, we forgot, to, we forgot, to, forgot to mention the scene where, just going back real quick, so it involves what I'm about to bring up. Uh, the uh, carbonation. Uh, oh, the carbonite, yeah. Yeah, carbonite, that's what it was called. That scene was cool. Everyone hates it, but I think it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. And then bringing up Jabba, Jabba was, he was gross, but he was, he was awesome. He was a cool villain. I thought he was a decent villain. Like, he, he's a slave owner, I mean. Yeah, like, who, the epitome of evil. Like, come on. Like, He's not a force wielder or anything. Like, what do you want in a villain? You're not going to always have people with laser swords. Yeah, no, it's really cool to see just a gangster. Yeah, exactly. Considering Tatooine is a place of gangsters. It's pretty much like Detroit. Yeah, it's... Without slavery, of course, but, you know. Yeah, it's like, that's uh, that, that's why the whole language, the, like, the language of Tatooine is Huttese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you then, even heard Anakin speak it when he was nine. Yeah, and then like the the whole scene with the with the Sarlacc. That oh. scene has never failed to make me get giddy. Like that yeah, scene it, is awesome, and then the green lightsaber, the final, the first reveal of a green lightsaber. Oh yeah, that's true. And then seeing Luke grow as a character as well. Yeah, like you see him go from a just a normal kid not knowing how to use his powers to a full-blown Jedi. Which is what the sequels have struggled with, which we'll get to later. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on it soon. Don't worry, they're on our hit list. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Luke grew into a strong protagonist and the Emperor in this movie. He was awesome. It was the first reveal of Ian McDermott. He fucking killed it. Ian McDermott is just awesome as he's Palpatine. A, no matter what a, movie he's in. Even like Rise of Skywalker, he was fucking awesome. He was easily the best part of that movie, but we're getting he, ahead though, of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And then like the whole Anakin's uh, redemption. Yeah, that exactly. Was, that was awesome seeing him like the, seeing him like flash between being with the Emperor who's been kind of his only family left to seeing his son being killed by this man and he decides I should save my son and throws him off of the fucking Death Star into the reactor. And blown to smithereens the yeah. Death Star becomes. And then uh, that scene where he takes off his helmet and how like 
disfigured Anakin looks is just it brings chills. And the emotion of that with yeah, the scene like, with Luke and Anakin. Help me take off my helmet so I can see you with my own eyes. Yeah, and saying, Tell your sister you were right about me. Yeah. Instant then, chills every time I see it. And then like the, the the whole scene where he's looking over and you get to see Anakin, Obi Wan and Yoda. As much of the controversy that Hayden Christensen in that movie. I don't care. He fit. Uh, yeah, I don't care because, you know, that was the last time Anakin looked like a normal human. So Yeah, it was, it was, would you rather a disfigured paraplegic <laughs> just floating there? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd much rather that. With, like, no, like, one arm and no legs? No. Yeah, like, it would, it would have been a grill. I, I would probably be like, can you disappear so I can look at the other two, please? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, no, it was it was cool. It was a really cool the, ending. And the fight towards uh but between Luke and Vader, that scene was awesome because you finally had to see Luke touch the dark side. Yeah, getting and angry and everything. Like when he's like when Vader said he was going to turn Leia and he full on attacked him. Like that that scene was super cool. Because Luke was not swinging with any like strategy, he was just, he was just wanted to kill him. Yeah, and even then, it was like he had a touch of the dark side, but then he realized, no, I'm not turning to the dark side. Yeah, Screw he, that. he was able to reel himself back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Return of the Jedi easily my second favorite, actually, of the entire franchise. Yeah, it's it's up there. It's it's a really good movie. My top three is Empire, Return of the Jedi, and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's prob. Mine goes probably yeah around that. All right, so we're moving on to the sequels. Honestly, because I know which movie we're bringing up, it's Force Awakens. It had so much promise. It, it was such a good movie. When I watched it at first, I was actually excited for Episode Eight. I'm like, holy shit, the build up, like yeah. They built the characters up. They built Ray. They built Finn. They built they built Snoke. They built Kylo, Poe. Almost every character in the movie. Yeah, it, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be. This might actually rival the prequels like, if they do this well. This could have been such a good fucking. This probably would have been my favorite trilogy. And I'm I, I might piss off a lot of fans. I might not, but I wanted Finn to be the Jedi. I I didn't didn't. I thought Ray at the start because of what she symbolized was cool. You don't need to come from power to have it. Yeah, exactly. The whole scene with uh, Kylo trying to grab Anakin's lightsaber and, but and it flies to Ray instead. Yeah, like, like that that scene. I lit- I'm pretty sure in the theater, I yelled it. Yes, it was uh, so fucking cool. My jaw dropped when it hit the theaters. When, yeah, like, yeah, like that. That movie is good. Everyone says it's not that good. It is. It's a really good movie. And even then, it's the best of the sequels. Oh, 100%. Like, that movie, it set up so much. Snoke was an interesting villain because of his mysterious. He was so mysterious. No one knows where he came from. Yeah, and Finn, like, coming from a stormtrooper to being a hero of the of resistance. The rebe- yeah. And then even, like, the whole um, Starkiller base. Like yeah, blow, blowing up the New Republic place. I was like, sure, that's just a direct cut copy of the Death Star, 
but to be fair, the whole point of the first of like the Rise of Sky or not the Rise of Skywalker, the Force Awakens, was it was supposed to directly play like the Force or uh, the New Hope. Yeah, and at first, I'm gonna admit this when uh, I was in the theater and the death of Han Solo that hurt. That got that hurt emotionally. Yeah, I was like, come on, because you see a flash of in Kylo that he was gonna return. I was like. I, at first, I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, this if, – if he goes back, this is just shitty because he was a cool villain. And then you hear the lightsaber turn on, the red glow on both their faces. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. And then, and then he pulls the lightsaber out of him and was like, come on. Why you got to kill – I know Han's been wanting to die since Empire, but come on. They finally got the opportunity. And, uh, yeah, Rey in The Force Awakens, I thought she was going to build up similar if not probably better than luke i had high expectations for her yeah like i I wish these movies didn't become as shit as they did i feel like jj if they kept jj for for the last jedi it might have turned out well but to be fair he's the one who threw palpatine into the fucking movie so well i mean they they killed um they killed snoke in the last jedi so yeah, they didn't really have a choice of a villain, yeah. They really had nothing. But yeah, no, it was it was a good movie. They I wish I wish they did more with the rest of the series. Cuz it I even now watching, I can't help but feel sad cuz it is like it's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. It's up there. Like it's it rivals some of my favorite movies. Like it, Last Jedi, I'm pretty sure that and um, Return of the Jedi are both tied. Yeah. Um. Yeah, The Force Awakens was easily probably could have been one of the best in the franchise, like probably around my top five. But now knowing what we know in the later sequels, yeah, it drops down. It drops down. And honestly. It could have been built up to after the events of Rise of Skywalker that Finn could have been Rey's apprentice. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have liked that because she's not a Jedi Master, and she will never be one, no matter how much she fucking tries. Yeah, exactly. So moving on, let's go to probably going to be the longest because it's going to be full of rants. The Last Jedi. Oh God, this movie. It starts off all right. With the whole running away, it was very reminiscent of the A New Hope. Once yeah. again, where they're running, they're they're starting with running away in the ship. I was like, okay, this is this starts off with like chaos. This is cool, and then they brought out Rose. <laughs> Rose is worse than Jar Jar Binks by a long shot, and it's not even the actor's fault. The actor, I don't remember her name. She's a wonderful actress. Yeah, she tried to make it work, but the character, man. Yeah, they just wrote a shitty character. Like, she she starts off being all resistance, like, going to put Finn into, uh, like, going to bring him up for treason. Yeah. At the end of the movie, stopping Finn from saving the entire resistance. Because she wanted, because she loved him. Yeah, and even then, that wasn't built up in the next movie, was it? No, the best she gets is a fucking pat on the shoulder. 
Yeah, exactly. We'll get to that later. Snoke was Fuck wasted. Him. Yeah, they fucking. He was. You finally have to see him. It was. You finally have to see him. Like how he treats his apprentice. How he wanted Ray. It was cool. It was really cool because he wasn't a direct Sith. I don't think. But they never fucking confirmed anything with him. So he was like know. an. He was like an anti. Well, anti-hero. So let's just say anti-Sith that still wanted the Jedi death. Dead. Yeah, he just hated the Force users, I think. Yeah, he just wanted to be the ultimate power, not just for the Sith's sake, but for his own. Yeah, and then, like, Kylo was cool, where he, like, broke the helmet. It was, it was like, a symbol. It was, it, was, it was symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism in these movies, but they don't get it right ever in this movie. Yeah, exactly. The fucking casino. You could take that out of the movie, nothing changes. Yeah, it's useless. All they did was find a code breaker that betrayed them. <laughs> um, and the Leia scene with her in space. Yeah, her flying scene, it looked ridiculous. It was dumb. <laughs> it was absolutely stupid. And Ray being more of a Mary Sue than ever. Yeah, like she just becomes his ultimate fucking force user. She became a Jedi Master in the span of days because the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi happened like literal minutes after each other. Yeah, and then like the whole scene with like Luke, they ruined Luke in that movie. Oh, Luke, don't get me started. He's he's a Jedi. He's always going to be a Jedi. Jedi don't give up. That's why the Jedi are still alive. That's why the religion is still a thing. He had to have a pep what? talk. He had to have a pep talk with Yoda in the movie just to stop being yeah. an idiot. Like, why in God's name did he become a recluse? I get it. Oh, you failed with Kylo. Blah 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 blah. But the whole point of why you failed with Kylo makes no sense. You aren't going to kill the most evil man in the the history of ever, Darth Vader. But my grandson is having nightmares, so he I'm going to murder him. What? Friggin'. He saves a guy who murdered children and went on to destroy planets and kill millions. Turns him good, but dude has a bad dream. He did. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't understand where they were going with him. You want to know what they could have done? Make it someone not Luke. Any other Jedi. You could have made a Mace Windu and it would have made more sense. Yeah, because that wasn't in Luke's character. At least with Mace Windu, he could have been. Sense. He could have been one of the only Jedi to not follow the code. He was going to kill Palpatine. Yeah, or like make it like a dis- uh, a Force user who went through the trials. Make it fucking Ezra from uh, Rebels. Yeah, because Ezra could have done it. Yeah, even though Ezra's like missing, and I understand that, and it's kind of cool, but like. Do anyone but Luke. And Luke... Luke was absolutely destroyed in this movie. And him... The way he he dies in this movie, man. Yeah, he just uses all of his power to fuck with Kylo for a little bit. (laughs) See you around, kid. Last words of Luke Skywalker. The only... Honestly, the only cool scene I can think of is when Kylo's like, the war is over, the resistance is dead. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, everything you just said was wrong. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, what? But yeah, there's a lot wrong. It's terrible. 
Yeah, no, it's it's not a good movie. They Ryan Johnson, I can't even say you tried. Because there's there's a movie I, or there's a show not show Jesus a YouTube video there's the one uh, I watched that explained the like the two directors like differences. J.J. Uh, Abrams is like a kid with his toys who wants to create a precise storyline. Everything has to be by the book. Everything has to follow this story. Whereas Ryan Johnson is just slams them together and in his mind sees big explosions and fights. And then they just fight over of story explosions, story CGI, story CGI, and it turns into a clusterfuck of shit. It seems like I've seen this in a YouTube video, but it was like J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson were playing in a sandbox and were fighting over their toys, but the toys are worth four billion dollars. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> like it's it's not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the last movie, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, God. This movie should just be renamed Star Wars Fanfare. They Half the things they added in, like Lando's part, fucking Palpatine, the Death Star, fucking Exegol, everything. Being back... Palpatine, Snoke was his was his puppet. All of it just didn't need to be there. I never thought that they could try to ruin one of my favorite characters in the series, but they tried. Yeah, they ruined every character. Friggin' Palpatine coming back made no sense because it here's one of my problems. It ruined the legacy of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, it ruined the entire first six films. Cause it was about Anakin being from a little kid to being a Jedi Knight to being a Sith Lord to coming back for his son. Yeah, it's, it's, he, he gains redemption by killing Palpatine. But by Palpatine being alive, his redemption now means Jack. It seemed like the whole saga now was about Palpatine and how he just screwed everything up. Yeah, just rename it to the Palpatine saga, honestly. Yeah, why is it called the Skywalker saga now? Because everyone in the movies was named Skywalker, I guess? Yeah, and even then, Ray wasn't a Skywalker. She just took the name. Yeah, it pisses me off. Ray Skywalker. The, the I will say though, the really cool scene that I couldn't help but feel fucking like amazingly happy to see was when Ray was laying on the ground on Exegol, and she hears all of the Jedi night, like all of the Jedi around her, like all saying like Ray, you could do this. Yeah, because like Kanan Jarrus was there from uh, Rebels. They had Mace Windu, Ayla Secura, Ahsoka. Uh, Anakin, they had Obi-Wan, Yoda, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon Jinn was there. Like, they had everyone, and it was really cool to see. And it wasn't like they were crappy imitations. They had all the actors back. Yeah. And Hayden just the, Christensen, Ewan McGregor, Liam yeah, the Neeson. Fa- the fact that they brought Kanan into it was really cool. Because uh, I was actually kind of upset. I was like, there's... When I was listening to it, I was like, oh, it's just all the movie characters. Cool. And then I heard Kanan's voice. I was like, excuse me? Yeah, they're tying in the shows too. Which was really cool because I, I I love Rebels. It's such a good show. It's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, a, what's another problem that I had with this movie? The whole plot where it's like, hey, to grab this thing, you need another thing. And to get that thing, you need to go here and get a droid smith and go yeah, to the Death Star. <laughs> it just felt like I was watching a, a fucking DLC for Skyrim. Like it didn't, 
it didn't make sense. It was literally just a bunch of grab quests where you go to get this so you can do this, but now you have to get this to do this, and then once you got that, you have to go here. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. It was stupid. And the whole reveal, Ray, you are a Palpatine. It was trash. What is and, How does that make sense? Yeah, and then the, it takes away the whole reason why I liked Force Awakens, where it was you don't need to be, don't, you don't need to have someone in your family who's powerful for you to be powerful. But no, everyone needs to have a magic grandpa. If you don't have a magic grandpa, you're nothing. Yeah, it was, oh, it was dumb. And uh, what else? Oh, let's talk about the Raylo fans getting what they wanted. That angered me. Raylo should never have been a thing. Nope. You don't know Ben Solo. You know Kylo Ren, the person who murdered your father figure, who freaking murdered both of your father figures, freaking yeah. Han and Luke. Like, who brought pain and suffering to millions, if not billions. Blew up like fucking eight planets in a single day. Like, who what tra- the f- who tried to fuck? kill you in multiple occasions. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Uh, even even in that movie, he tries to kill her. Yeah, exactly. They had, like, three fights in the whole movie. It was it was stupid. The movie was dumb. There's, I could, there's not a single... I don't think there's a single thing about that movie where I was like, this is good. Okay, sorry, I lied. There's one thing. During the scene where they're fighting in Exegol and all the ships appear, in the back right... You can see the ghost from Rebels. That's the only cool part besides the voices. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, the only other cool thing, I would see like fan videos of them doing their own like lightsaber duels and choreography and shit. I, I saw one where they had like a yellow lightsaber. So I always thought since like 2012, I was like, what if they actually had a yellow lightsaber? They had it in this movie, but it was only for, like, five seconds. And even then, it didn't make any sense for her to have it, because what a, what a yellow saber, like, shows, like, what it means. The whole reason Jedi guards had it was because they were super close to the dark side, but they didn't touch it. Yeah. And uh, the freaking endgame ripoff, I'm all the Sith, and I am all the Jedi. It was, it was, it basically, if you take... At Endgame, and just get the and I am Iron Man scene. You've watched fucking Rise of Skywalker. Congratulations! Don't go watch it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not a good movie. They ruined everything. Their whole mind, like Ryan, not Ryan Johnson. JJ's whole mindset was, okay, if I throw a bunch of fanfare into this movie, it would be good, right? Okay, let's do it. Yeah, it was stupid. Freaking, hey, here's a few dead Jedi that you knew. Here's Ghost Luke lifting the X-Wing. Here's um the Death Star. Yeah, here's the Death Star. Here's uh, C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, here's Lando Calrissian, even though he has no reason to be in this movie. Here's Ewoks for a split second. Wait, there were Ewoks in that movie? Yeah, for like a little bit after the First Order was defeated. Yeah, during the celebration, you saw Coruscant. Oh, and let's talk about political things. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna piss people off, but the lesbian kiss. I don't Hooray. mind. I don't mind that. It was cool to see because Star Wars has never really had that. I'm not yeah, saying. I I'm know. not saying it was it was necessary, but it was, it was cool to see. It was it was un, it was unnecessary and forced, in my opinion. Yeah, it's cool yeah. to see, but come on, man. It was literally just to make headlines. First Star Wars movie to have lesbian kiss. 
Yeah, it that's was, all they it, care about. They care about the money. They don't care about the message itself. Yeah, that's why the movie was so fucking awful. Yeah, like the Last Jedi with the slavery and shit, and um, what was the other one? The feminism as well. We forgot about Admiral Purple here. Oh fuck her, dude. Yeah, trust. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was dumb. So yeah, I guess that's it, huh? Yeah, that, that was all the movies. To be honest, the only ones I don't really like is the is a New Hope and those movies. But even then, I would watch New Hope a trillion times in a row and watch that fucking movie, those fucking movies. Yeah, that's that's the same way with me. Besides Attack of the Clones, Attack of the Clones could go screw itself. Yeah, even then, it's not as bad as those movies were. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, that's going to have to conclude episode 10 of the Next Level Podcast featuring Cameron, and uh, I'm going to plug my podcast. Uh, I run a, a podcast with a couple of my mates. Um, it's called The Ratcast Official. It's on Spotify. It's really cool. If you can't find it, you can always go to my Instagram at kallen155. Go there. You can find my podcast right in my bio. Pretty good podcast. It is literally the definition of hell. But yeah. yeah, go go watch my podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a good podcast. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah, so that's going to conclude episode 10 of the Next Level Podcast, special edition of Star Wars, uh, of our opinions on Star Wars. So yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. And we shall see you in the next episode. Yeah, don't See ya. See ya.